this guy, you could kind of tell, he's got a small wiener. And <laughs> no, really. And he. Oh my God. I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, but you could just tell. And he doesn't. All right, we survived. We made it. Yesterday, you proclaimed it was going to be the toughest day in American history. We had all kinds of sports, jujitsu, concert performances, therapies, canceled therapies. I know. We managed. Uh, it was... Prepping our uh, pool to redo our outside. That was a lot, man. It was a very busy day. Workout, cooking. But you know what? I, was, I mean, it's, this is just life for a lot of people. It's just It just gets crazy, right? It does, but like we literally are running in every direction with zero help, yeah. by the way. And zero. For, and for whatever reason, after doing all that, we decided to just chill in the kitchen until about, oh, I don't know, 1230 this morning, <laughs> which made no sense. I woke up this morning and I'm like, first of all, I couldn't believe that I think I slept until like 730, which I never do. You did not want to get up. I was like, my, my eyes woke up and I was like, God, it's pretty noisy out there in the kitchen in the living room for like, I was assuming it was like 6.15, 6.30. Nope, 7.30, 7.45. I was like, whoa. Oh, man. I slept so good. You know when your body is just so tired? Like, I had a deep sleep because of that. Me too. I didn't wake up once. Like, usually I wake up at least one time during the night, and it's usually between like three and four for whatever reason, and I slept all the way through. So that's yeah. how I knew I was exhausted. We were literally back to back with stuff, and in the middle of it, decide to power wash our pool. mm Thanks to me. Well, the pool deck, <laughs> not the pool, but the yeah. The pool deck, yeah. yeah. Um, but anyways, uh, Cal went to We Rocked the Spectrum and played for 30 minutes while Tyler had jiu-jitsu. Then I took him to the choir concert, which he was not a fan of the music at all. He was not going to have it. So which I just had to stand outside with him. Which is weird because the kids, um, one of their Christmas performances last year, he really liked he did, but Lola was there, his ABA therapist. Yeah, that's part of the deal. Um, she was able to take him outside and bring him back in, and this time he's like, well, did not want to go back inside. And then the school had their sprinklers on, Ugh. so he loved that. He wanted he wanted to play in the water, but mm. I kept him out of it. You just never know the trigger point, man. You, you got to go places just not just knowing. Hey, this is going to take a turn. Not always a bad turn, but yeah. it's going to take a turn. You just don't know what it's going to be, what it's going to be. It's funny that Christmas performance a year ago. I'm not talking about this past year, but like a year before. Uh, he, when we drive by that school, the high school, he goes, sing songs, sing songs. He's never forgotten it. Yeah. He was there once for like 45 minutes. Yeah. And he never has forgotten it. Sing songs, sing songs. Like he likes it. I just don't know what I'm going to do when I can't carry him anymore. Because I literally was holding him for a while and he's 40 pounds. Yeah, we're getting, we're like six months away. Because it's almost looking crazy. It he's does so, look crazy. He's getting big, like long. He's gro He's really grown the last probably three to five months. Like getting heavier and longer like he's getting tall he's getting tall and he looks like a big kid now i know it's starting to look a little ridiculous and you know you don't see parents carrying four and a half five six year olds unless there's like a problem you know like they're sad or they fell down or something right he kind of wants that though still and it's getting to the point where it's like and he really craves it from you i know and I mean, he'll heavy. look at you and put his hands up like i want to be carried by mommy yes but I mean, dude, it's like you're not going to be six, seven, eight years old doing it. First off, your mom's going to have back surgery, <laughs> and <laughs> or walking off, funny because he's on my hip all the time. Yeah, I mean, but you got to also teach him, like, look, we have to, you know, we have to. This is not how. This is not a good way to function. Is to be carried when you want. But in that There's situation, many times I want to be carried. I'm tired, <laughs> you know. Leaving the bar, Stop I, I, it. I want someone to carry me, but I, 
Oh my gosh. But no, but there's a hundred kids on stage and their families are there watching. I mean, I had to keep them quiet. The doors are open. So it was just easiest just to hold them. But I ran into a family that I haven't seen in a long time that they used to be friends with one of our kids and they saw me carrying them. And I don't know if they know that he has autism. I don't know if they follow any of it, but it looked probably strange to them that I'm carrying this four and a half year old, 40 pound kid on my hip. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't I, care I, though. I, yeah, no, I, know. I, I mean, don't care. I, I'm starting to think it looks weird, you know, but I mean, it I, does. Re- I realized like, like I said, just because he's grown so much in the last few months, like now it's starting to, I feel like when he was like three and he had just turned four, he still had baby tendencies about him and people would kind of just, I don't know. He, he kind of, I don't know. I mean, well, it it's just, just like the red wagon. It looks a little weird. It's starting to look a little weird, yeah. But he looks like a five-year-old now. He's getting tall. Yeah. You know? I guess he's had like a mini growth spurt where he's just like, in his face, is he's lo- losing his babiness about him. Yes. Um, I felt like he had babiness for a while longer than our other kids. Yeah. Maybe just the way that he acted, but I feel like now his features are starting. He's starting like, I was even looking at pictures yesterday from a year or two ago, and I'm like, oh, you still look like a baby. And then I saw pictures of like last week. I'm like, oh man, you don't look like a baby anymore. Well, I'm five one. He's more than half my size. Yeah, I mean it's. You know what's hilarious what? is Trey is secretly getting pissed because I think Cal might be taller than him. Like he's ca- going to be. Yeah, and Not he knows yet, it, and yeah. he's like catching up on him because Trey's like me. He's little. He's just always going to be little. Yeah, like he's the. What Trey's going to have to do is just like stack weight and build muscle. But he's, he's not going to be tall. Well, right now he's scrawny. I yeah. Mean, well, that's his problem. He doesn't Trey's eat enough. very, very active and yeah. he does not eat enough. He will actually give up eating to play uh, football and baseball. Like yesterday he had a practice. I had to beg him to eat before practice. Beg him. Like after school. I'm like, dude, eat eat, eat food for fuel. Well, and then he, I got there um, to the football fields and then he's like, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. So I oh, gave I him, so he made me give him money for the vending machine because he wouldn't leave me alone. Which is crap. So then he comes back. With a bag of cookies yeah. and a bag of chips Charlie got. And they're like, oh, we're going to share. And I'm like, no, you can't have sugar. Why would you have sugar right after you played football? Like, that's not, yeah. that doesn't crave your hunger. He's, uh, th- this is, uh, he's about to enter the phase of when I start monitoring every meal and, and he's going to hate it. Because we're going to, ha- we've done this before where it's like you, you are going to sit and you're eating everything on your plate. It's not like you give him too much food, but it's healthy food. And he's going to have to eat it until he can go out and play and stuff. Like Trey, I gave him one slider the other day, and he was like, didn't even want to finish it. And I'm uh, like, you have to eat it. It's one slider. He for will crying absolutely alone. just he rejects eating, but then he goes and he gets starving, and he's like, and and he actually wears down pretty quick on the field. Like he wears down pretty quick. Well, Trey's go-to is sugar, so we have to limit the amount of sugar he has. Yeah. When he was little, we had to stop giving him milk because all he wanted to drink was milk, and milk is filled with sugar. Um, but then he's one of those kids that if he, if he could just drink like an insure kids drink or something, he would. Yeah. So we don't even let him do that. No. He, he, like we have, we do have to monitor his he, meals. He will not eat if you don't, you have to manage his eating. It's crazy. Then you have Austin who will literally eat the cabinets off the kitchen. And not gain a pound because she's so active. Well, she, yeah. It's just like, and she'll eat, she'll eat broccoli, spinach, carrot. She'll eat cucumbers all day, every day, bananas, fruit. But her eyes are bigger than her stomach. Oh, I know. She's always throwing food away. Always. Yeah. But she will eat a lot. She will, yeah. Tyler and Charlie eat good. And then Cal literally just has his 10 foods he eats. All right. Welcome to Nutrition Talk. <laughs> 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 um, oh, real quick, I want to get a shout out because people, 
send me these cool stories. So the Nashville Sounds, they're a um, a base. I think they're a Triple A baseball team. Maybe Double A. I think it's actually a Double A baseball team in Nashville. Obviously, um, I lived in Nashville for five years, and I would go to the Sounds games. Really cool. Uh, they just did the first ever, I believe, sensory night the other day. Um, somebody sent it to me on LinkedIn. I thought that was very cool that they did it. They had all these special things and. Um, everything was just kind of catered to special needs and families, but they called it sensory night. So that's cool. What is that? The sound baseball. Oh, baseball, triple A baseball, double A baseball, minor league baseball. Um, kind of like in, in Indianapolis, say the Indians, same kind of thing. Okay. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, so it's cool. I I always just like to highlight those cool stories when, when, when people send them and when, you know, I, I think sports, sports has a real, big future I think with special needs like I think you're going to start seeing um, massive sports complexes with areas for special needs and, and offerings and stuff like that um, just with the music and the fireworks and all the different things I think they're going to really start catering to to families that want to be a part of it but yet have special needs you know and, and can't do it so I thought that was pretty cool good that's exciting yeah i mean i think i do think more uh people are going to start doing stuff like that yeah i mean you're already seeing you know we've talked about the movie theaters before the aquariums are doing things now you just um, have to look for it yeah i mean and here's the thing it's like new stuff happening all the time i think restaurants are starting to to really come around um so it's kind of cool though when when these companies do do that i mean in a, in a sense it's you know, I, obviously it's great for the kids because it makes a more enjoyable spirit experience. But I also say too, like the parents can also feel like they're not, they have an option because the parents' friends have options, right? Because they can just go to this stuff if their kids aren't special needs. Right. And sometimes parents feel like, ah, oh, I really, we can't do that. And I think that weighs on people a lot. You're like, oh, I wish I could take my kids to a baseball game. I wish I take my kids to a movie. Yeah. And you get a little bit disconnected. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's sort of like, I don't know. It's kind of makes the parents. I feel good for the parents that go, oh, well, we can go to a baseball game. Because a lot of people think that that part of their life is over. Oh, we can go to a movie again. You know, because a lot of people thought maybe that part of their life was over. Right. So it's pretty, it's very cool for the parents. Um, I don't know if they think about it that way, but it's, I feel like some of the parents who get to take advantage of that stuff, it's like, I'm glad those parents were able to feel like they, they could do stuff that their friends do. Right. So. So I didn't even tell you this, but great. <laughs> I talked at the beginning of our podcast, like maybe episode two or something, and I was talking about the big red safety box um, that you could apply to get. It's for free, and it has like safety stuff once your kid's diagnosed with autism. And I just recently went through it again, and I found this little pamphlet of um, like a bracelet tag, and it was for free. So I applied to get it online. Well, you just have to pay for shipping. So I paid 10 bucks. But basically, it's just, it's a wristband. And even if he's not big enough to wear it yet, because he does chew on things, I might just put it on his car seat. And it just says his name and then his emergency contact information. But it says, I put autistic on there. So I'm thinking maybe I'll just put it on his car seat because I worry sometimes, like, what if I was in, what if we were in a car accident and I got knocked unconscious or something? Mm. And people don't know and they're trying to talk to him. And he looks like a five year old but can't speak like one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. I just thought I don't have anything in my car with autism right now. So I just thought maybe if I put it on his car seat, it just makes me feel a little bit better. I had this dream the other day and I created this little it's like a bracelet, mm -hmm. but it has a speaker like a small speaker on it. OK. And a button that you hit. And it has it's just a play button. OK. And 
So let's say he got lost or that scenario, you're in a car accident or whatever. Yeah. And whatever. And you would hit this little, you hit the little play button and it would, it would be a recorded message, but it would be you. Oh, wow. This is Cal's mom. Cal has autism. Um, You know, whatever, whatever you needed to say to people. Right. Obviously in an emergency situation. Yeah. And I thought that would be kind of cool. Well, um, so it only let me have so much lettering. So I said his first and last name, and then I put autistic, and then I put... You didn't like my idea? No, I do. <laughs> well, I'm going to go back to that in a second. And then it only let me put one emergency contact, so it says me, and then my phone number. Um, but then I just figured if I wasn't... They'd figure out who my husband is, you know what I mean? Yeah. For my information. But I just thought even if we go somewhere and he can't wear it on his wrist, like maybe I could put it on his ankle. Mm. Because kids do. I mean, you can't turn your back. I mean, that's why I think I hold him on my hip all the time, is because I have him. Yeah. You know what I mean? I always have to have a have him. Um, no, I like your idea a lot. Maybe someone will do it. And I don't probably. I don't know <laughs> if it's a bracelet or if it's like a wearable little speaker that it could clip on the back of the shirt cuz some of the kids will not wear a bracelet. I get it. Yeah. But it could be like a little wearable clip. But anyway, it's just a, a speaker and then basically it's the parents recording about the kid. But but I like that. things you need to know like, you know, you know, the, his name is Cal. He has autism. He won't respond to you. Please Stay with him, you know, do not take him around water. If you if you take him out of his car seat, if that's the situation, keep hold of him. Right. Because he will run away. Yes. Yeah. I mean. No, right. it's scary. Yeah, I know. I mean, but yeah. I just feel like you have to do everything you can with with these kids, you know, because it's, uh, it's always sort of kind of something that, you know, we kind of talked about a couple of days ago. It's it's always the thing you don't see that kind of comes out of the ground and and uh, and get you. But yeah, and I can post um what website that is um because then i started getting text messages i guess i guess it's a small business yeah we'll go it's to like uh, thank you for contacting our small business blah 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 oh okay yeah dailyautism.com and you can see um all the stuff that you, you can post that and even yesterday's video um it links right to our facebook and instagram and stuff like that dailyautism.com you can uh, see that content there yeah um that's it you you emailed me something was that for this well, somebody just sent me an article about um, ABA therapists in schools in oh, Florida. Oh, like yeah. something. Yeah. yeah. Let me go over it. Yeah. Before I just right. freelance what it's about and try to pretend and fake that I know what I'm talking about. I know. <laughs> hey, I did that pretty well for over 20 years. Yeah, you did. <laughs> I got paid to basically talk about things I didn't know about or didn't care about. So yeah. it's pretty good. Uh, but I don't want to do that here. This is <laughs> trying to keep this very authentic and uh, real. Right. Uh, not phony. Um all right. Well, I think that Austin had a big football game last night. Uh, Cal She's was there beast, cheering man. her on. Huh? She's a beast. She's a beast, man. She is. Beast mode. She has a fan club. Everyone on the sidelines that for our, te- our team was yelling Austin. Yeah. Yeah. She's uh, I really, I, I don't, I don't, I don't hate it, but I, I, you know, she's 10. But people are nicknaming her names. I'm not liking that at all, but what like, can you do? Yeah. I mean, she does not have an ego. I mean, she does, but she doesn't. You know, honestly, it's not about her. She can contain it very well. And, and I obviously will keep her <laughs> leveled. But um, I just worry about the other teammates feeling like, you know, I don't know. I know. Maybe I shouldn't worry. And she's I, the only girl on the field. Uh, yeah. Well, so the coach, I don't know. I, I, I was a little hot about that. I actually wouldn't mind people giving me feedback on this. But the coach on the other side of the field... I sort of know the guy, um, the opposing team's coach. So after the game, so first off, he nicknamed Austin Lightning, and he said that that he told his kids that you're playing against Lightning, and he kept calling it out in the in the game and stuff like that. 
but he said after game was, yeah, I told the I told the boys um, they're gonna have to be extra physical to stop her. I kind of looked at him and I'm like, well, I mean, dude, it's flag it's, football. It's flag football, and you know, I'm sorry that a ten year old girl basically embarrassed every one of your players, but she's done that for a couple of years now. Right. Um, you know, extra physical or how about just get better? Like I, I, I don't under like like being extra physical in flag football, like you're a you're a freaking loser as a coach. That's I mean that's breaking the rules. Well, I mean it's, it's just it, pulling flags. I mean she got I'm, tripped yesterday. And tackled hard. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, so extra physical, like you're a horrible coach because being extra physical in flag football is a horrible strategy. Like you will not go far in this sport. Like, yeah. You'll get to a tournament level. They're going to throw flags for that kind of stuff. You'll oh, get yeah. to a high school level. Uh, like girls high school, like a lot of girls high schools have great programs, flag football programs. They're not going to let that happen. I mean, incidental contact is one thing, but when your strategy is to be extra physical, but what he was doing, and he may not have meant this, whatever, but he was basically telling all the boys on his team, do not let a girl beat you. And my pro- my my problem with that is is how about just get better? Yeah. Like how about just get better instead of looking at it like that. So the boys were getting frustrated with her and being extra rough, but the coach was giving them the green light because she was a girl. This guy, you could kind of tell um he's got a small wiener and <laughs> no really and he Oh my he, god, I wasn't expecting you to say that. Yeah, but you could just tell and he doesn't want he, it's almost like his ego's busted because of a girl is beating his team. First off, somebody told me last night, I don't know if this is true. I do believe it is. This guy has never won a flag football game at this at this league. Ever. Oh, wow. He coached all last year. They got goose egg. They didn't win a game. He's 0-2 to start this year. Coaching flag probably isn't his thing. Like, I mean, I'm sorry. We've got a little bit of a body of work to, to, to look at here. Yeah. Uh, probably not his thing. Um you know, I'm sure there's some kids next year that are like, dude, don't, you know, I mean, I'm, I don't want my kids playing on this guy's team. I, right. I, I mean, he sucks. But uh, <laughs> now I'm getting a Small little, wiener. now I'm starting to take some shots, you yeah. know, but that's fine. I, I just, I mean, he's a nice enough guy. I mean, it's not like he didn't go out there and like, you know, say break her legs or anything, but he is not intelligently approaching this. And right. I just thought to myself, this is an interesting, it actually was a good life not life lesson, but coaching lesson, because I coach in another league. And I'm like, wow, yeah, I want to make sure that everything we teach these kids and everything we get is never, like, we don't take our eye off the freaking ball, off the target. The target isn't to play more foot, to, to play more physical. It's to, it's to put processes in that are intelligent to win the freaking game. Right. Like, he was so focused on being physical, he got beat. Because being physical doesn't win flag football games. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. This guy's, he's doing all the wrong stuff. And she's good on offense and defense. Like, so she focuses on the ball. Yeah. She does. And wherever that ball goes, that's where she is. So she's pulling all the flags, too. It's funny. I kind of turned this conversation last night back to autism, right? Because we are so... I don't know why I'm stressed out today. Probably because of this doofus. But, like, when you're parenting autism, it's so easy to get thrown off the ball. Because you're like... There's like a meltdown going on. And all we want to do is stop the meltdown because we're human beings. But... When like the times that I just patiently look at what might be causing the meltdown, I can fix it so much quicker. But it's hard to do. You know what I mean? Like he looks at that. She's fast. Break her down. Throw her to the ground. Do this. Do that. Yeah. You're not going to win games doing that. Like, you know what I mean? That's not the object of the game. Like. And so when 
there's a meltdown in progress, something on, you know, because spectrum related, instead of like raising the temperature and just calm down, stop, whatever, actually looking at what's going on. Oh my gosh, you fix it so much quicker. It's crazy. So his ABA therapist has really taught me to talk him through everything. And I'm telling you what, it helps so much. So yesterday we passed the kid's gym place to go drive Tyler to jujitsu. I told him we were going to the kid's gym. So he started to have a meltdown and I just had to explain to him first, we're dropping Tyler off. Then we're going to play at the kid's play place. And then again, once we had to drop Charlie off at the high school, first we're dropping Charlie off to the choir concert. We're taking Tyler home. Then we're going back and listening to her sing. It's going to be okay. Like just calm and explaining. And it works. It really works. (laughs) Yeah. I, I, it's so crazy. I don't know if other dads out there, do, like, I don't know. Every situation I'm in, I kind of reflect. Reflect is kind of a, you know, dumb word because, you know, I didn't go sit in a, uh, you know, hot stone sauna and meditate and reflect, you know. Yeah. I, I didn't take a trip up to that the- That sounds good. It really, <laughs> really does. That's my kind. I need some of that reflection. I know. No, I just walked off the football field holding a Gatorade just thinking, but I kind of was like- <laughs> How do, how do I, I can almost see myself now on top of this mountain in this like hazy sunrise. Me too. It sounds so nice. And there's some music. I don't know what's playing the music because I don't want like a Bluetooth speaker. I just want the music, like the the heavens to be playing the music. And it's like, (laughs) "Mm -hmm." and I'm holding my hands together to this. Anyway, that's never going to happen. We need the Zen moment. Oh God. Bring it. To relax. Yeah. Um, But. No, I kind of always think like, how does this relate to autism? And you can get over, you can get carried away with that, right? You can just get too carried away with it. And sometimes I have to tell myself, oh, shut up and <laughs> stop, you know, like, th- like there is no related relation to it. So just move on. But, but I mean, I kind of was thinking about like, man, like this guy literally took the wrong approach and lost. And how many times, and we take the wrong approach all the time and lose just because we just we don't know and he doesn't know but right. the, the problem is so he keeps losing because he's not changing his approach yeah we are getting better and starting to win at some things because like i said i think we talked about yesterday the day before you have changed the approach a million times so much that you get frustrated because you're like i don't know what i'm doing i keep changing the approach but the fact that you keep changing the approach because we eventually you know it's like keep it's throwing the punch yeah. you're not going to get the knockout if you don't throw the punches it's right. just not going to happen so i just kind of walked up the field and i was like god the guys whatever his perspective is whatever his idea is and he's just like nope i'm digging in this is how we're doing it yeah you know almost like a i would think maybe i kind of felt like we we were sort of and not so much humor, kind of in that denial period when he was getting diagnosed or going through the process. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like that's kind of where some people are, like constantly like, nope, I'm doing the right thing. I have the right idea. I'm not changing my mind. There's no way I could be wrong. And then it's like, man, when you just say, hey, the light at the end of the tunnel is probably a train and I'm going to let it hit me and I'll figure it out. You know what I mean? Well, like, you just have to be very open to everything. So like open. the Like the sound of that guy, he was just like, had one thing on his mind and it was Austin and just stop Austin. But it wasn't like, let's win the game. Mm. You know what I mean? Let's focus on the ball and win the game. Right. And so he was just. Well, and I just, you know, her, to bring it back to football for three seconds, her coach just did such a great job. Like he, he knew that. He knew that they were, it was all about Austin. And he's like, fine, I'll design a game plan that, you know, that makes us dangerous in other ways. And, you know, it, it, it just, it, 
I love youth sports because I'm telling you, you learn so much about other people and life. Um, I just, it's awesome. Watching these kids out there compete, watching the parents. Uh, it, it just, it's, it's great. It's yeah. absolutely awesome. It is great. And it's fun. It's good for Cal to be around it too. I, you know, I was, I was going to say that too. Like other people who, you know, if you have like families, uh, well, I mean, even if, even if you have a child with autism and, and no siblings, if you have a cousin or a friend or, or hell, just go find a league or a rec center that's having games and take your kid. The, the energy, the environment, you know, it's 99% positive. It's upbeat. It's cheer. You know, there's always cheering because on every play, something good happens for one team, right? Like right. there's always a positive, upbeat. That's what I love about sports. There's always something good for somebody happening. Like an incomplete pass is good for somebody. Right. You know, a, a touchdown's good for somebody. An interception's good for somebody. So there's always that energy. There's always that. I just, it's such a positive environment for kids to be around. Even if you don't know anybody on those fields, man, take your kids. And, and freaking autism aside, just your kids in general. Like, I mean, I took I took our kids to uh, the high school here. They have a great flag football program, the girls. Yeah. We went and saw a game. I don't know anybody on that team. Neither do they. Right. And I'm like, this is just incredible. You know what I mean? Like like it the is. energy and the spirit. And it's like, it's just good to get kids out there and kids who have worked for this and they're hurt and they're sweating and they're bleeding and, and you know, but they love it. They're, they're fighting to, to win this game. It's so cool. It is cool. And with autism, I think it's so easy just to be able to stay home and stay in your house. You know what I mean? But I think it's good if you start venturing out and trying new things and it, and it will make the kid better yeah. in the fact that they will learn. Um, and just yesterday, we had to do a million things yesterday, but I knew that he didn't get the physical activity he needed before I tried to sit him at a choir performance or sit him in his wagon watching the game. That's why I fit in 30 minutes of exercise and play for yeah, him yeah. to get that energy out. I get it. I mean, there's, I had to. Otherwise, you know, he probably wouldn't have had such a good time. There's something about an environment where kids are cheering for each other and their parents are also cheering for the kids. Like, name me another aspect of life where that's happening. Like, nobody's fighting about iPads, video games, yeah. you know, staying up late, uh, playing Roblox or whatever that dumb thing is our kids are doing all the time now. Is it Roblox? Yeah. God, it's ridiculous. What is that? But anyway, um, you know hooking up on video games with Madden, you know, and connecting with other friends. Like, you literally have parents cheering and jumping up and down and, like, so excited for their kids. And then you have kids cheering for other kids, their teammates. Like, that doesn't happen in any other environment in the world. And it's such a positive place to be. Even when they lose and you see the pain, it's like, this is awesome. Look how much they care. Well, even last night, Charlie congratulating Austin. I, I mean, that was I know a big deal. Big deal. Yeah. So, anyway... Uh, I don't think the other coach meant it necessarily, but I will say they were really rough with her, um, and and I'm good. I'm good with it because again, well, I'm not good with it. I'm telling on them. No, we're not doing that. Not you doing can't that. be rough with a little girl on a field just because she's better than most people. I mean, this isn't tackle football. You're not gonna trip her and break her ankle or something. I, I'm going to talk to her coach because I, I we got to have respect for her coach. And well, that's let, fine. And we'll see what he wants to do about it because they do play this team again. Um, it's fine. I'm if just you're going to be rough hurt. and throw everybody down, I'm fine with it. Then at that point, the ref has to has to take control of the game. But when you're oh, when you're just doing it to one person because they're half the size of everybody else, 
and they're the only girl on the field, and they're and faster. the only one embarrassing your team. Now that's when it gets. But he's he's not teaching those kids a good healthy lesson of when somebody's smaller than you, or you know, but they're the only girl or whatever. Then let's be extra rough, extra physical, so we can keep them out of the game. And I'm just telling you, in this culture environment we're living in in 2022 and beyond. You're teaching those boys the very wrong thing. They're going to pay for thinking like that. You know, for, for right or wrong, I'm just saying that is not the perspective you want to give boys these days. Right. You know, you're, you're in a business or, or a career or whatever, and uh, a young woman enters, and you're going to say, oh, I'm not going to get, you know, outperformed by a woman, so I'm going to treat her extra bad or extra this or extra... Oh, dude. Yeah, that's not that good. That is the absolute... I mean, just, I don't know, Google News 2022. <laughs> I mean, you're just I not know. teaching these boys the right thing, and, and that's just the way the world has gone. So, um, but it's really kind of an interesting thing, how all these other life things, I always kind of bring back to autism and like, hmm, how would I approach this? Yeah. How would I look at that? You know what I mean? Which really is a healthy process. I think the more you can question yourself and be curious about what you're doing is is really good. It is good. Yeah. All right. You want to go to a beach bar tonight? Who are you? <laughs> we went out last night. No, we didn't. No, we didn't. Well, we stayed we were... up until 1230. Look. Yeah, we stayed up talking. The answer is always yes. I do. I... I'll be home at six o'clock. Oh, God. We don't have sports tonight. I got to be honest with you. I'm getting bored at these bars. Well. Yeah. Sorry. I, it's not your you fault. You can be bored at home or bored at a bar well, with like your wife and no noise. Never bored at home. Kids. I, I, uh. No, I'm just saying we don't have a busy night. And tomorrow we're going to get to work on the pool deck painting. We could start that tonight. Mm, Actually, I'm, I'm okay with that. No, it's it's gonna be too much. You know, I do though the top of the hot tub. Uh-huh. I, I thought about going out there and just and looking at. I it. just want to see what it looks like. Aren't you kind of interested? Yeah, we can do that. God, if anyone's still left listening to the podcast, they're like, really? Like you're talking about painting the top of your hot tub on this thing? Like, get out of <laughs> here. <laughs> As Melissa always says, we don't have a boss. So yes. send a complaint email to anybody you want about anything you want. Exactly. And we won't care. I know. <laughs> we don't have a boss. Nope. Yeah. All right. Um, see our Aspire Nutrition products at dailyautism.com. We are fired up about our Omega 369. Oh, we're almost out of Omega 369 from Aspire Nutrition. We got we to gotta get on those. Um, you're never going to get all of, your, all of your RDA Omega 369s, especially this premium quality from Aspire Nutrition. Now all of our kids are on it, even Cal's on it. And I must say, Cal's skin is quite lovely these days. He, he, he likes the Omega 369. Which is crazy. It, and it's, it's that, it has flavor. It's orange flavor. It's delicious. That creamsicle, dreamsicle yeah. thing? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's so good. It is delicious. I kind of want to just drink the bottle. Yeah. I don't think that's good for you. Like, it's uh, too no. much. But I got to tell you, it's really good. But the probiotics, this is where we started um, helping his little autism tummy. Please do your research on gut health, brain health, how it relates to autism and probiotics. And then do your research on Aspire Nutrition and how autism inspired them to start the company, dailyautism.com. The link to our Aspire Nutrition products are there, dailyautism.com. Also, you can link to our Reels, videos, stories, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, send us an email too, whatever. Maybe give us a recommendation on a beach bar we should go to. Yeah, maybe, and maybe, maybe you. you maybe maybe you should go to, to a restaurant and go out to dinner or sit on your driveway and... Have a Actually, date night with your what? husband. I would like to invite you to come to a beach bar with us. As long as you're normal, we would love to hang out with you. Yep. Yeah. Sometimes we're at a beach bar and we're bored of talking to each other. We like to meet other people. So come meet us. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you love talking to people. 
I know. Just please be normal. I mean, God, stop. There's cameras everywhere. If you show up and try to stab us, you're going to go to jail. <laughs> All right, let's go.